0: It's gonna curse in the background. <laughs> That's fine.
1: I know you're saying them curse words.
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're
1: making her more mad, guys.
0: I'm not surprised.
3: I don't know. Adam's in trouble.
1: What did Adam do now? He opened
3: a, it. Looks like he opened a beer that was shaken up.
1: Oh no! We oh, ruined the new house. <laughs> Look at his shorts. <laughs> Adam peed
2: himself.
1: The burr, burr, burr. <laughs> <laughs>
2: was,
4: so was that loud? Was that loud? Was that loud? <laughs> Morning, welcome to Don't Feed the Artists. I'm Hagen.
3: I'm Dave. I'm cleaning up beer. <laughs> and
1: I'm I'm Jackson. Adam's got a fresh new pair of pants. We're a fresh new set of boys. Welcome back to the podcast. It's another another week, another another day in the life. <laughs> we took a week off because uh, Dave decided, hey, it'd be fun. Uh, his quarantine project was to uh, complain about his floors to his landlord, and they said, cool, we're taking away your floors.
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're
3: going to have to spend a week at your in-law's house, which is good, but it was just awkward because we had to social distance.
1: That's that's unfortunate, but uh, that that is legitimately why we took off last week is because it just kept getting pushed back because- yeah. uh, they said, "Oh, we found more floors. We need to take from you. We're gonna take those too. So stay out of the house." <laughs>
3: so now I'm just floating. I don't have any floors yeah. anymore. But it's at least, really you, good. Learned, yeah, at least you learned, yeah. At least you learned levitation.
4: Levitation is a very good skill to have. So that's incredible that you know how to do that
3: now. Who? Oh wait, you guys don't know how to levitate?
4: Nah, dude, I'm not a wizard.
1: Well, oh. you know, Adam's got new pants on, so so maybe I we're am. We're really, <laughs> we're all really lacking in comparison to Adam. We're
0: I'm all watching, slacking.
4: I, I'm watching on my uh, on my uh, a little screen right here. I can see there's Insomnia Cookies at the door right now. Insomnia Cookies just got to my house, and I'm telling them to get the fuck away. We don't oh, want busy. nothing.
3: Busy. Oh, my God. What's wrong with Insomnia Cookies?
4: Uh, very I, expensive. Yeah, it is very oh. expensive. That's very true. Cookies, Cookies are okay, though. They're fine cookies.
3: Well, they're expensive because, like, stoners are going to be like, man, I really want cookies right now, but I'm too high to drive. What can I do? And then they see insomnia cookies. They're like, oh, that's the answer. Yeah. I don't care how expensive they are. I want 30 chocolate chip cookies right the fuck now.
1: That place is just like a, a level of too expensive that every time I've gone there, I've gotten a cookie and I'll be like, oh, yeah, I'll have some milk too. And like one of the workers at the one in Denton told me, hey, just go down the street uh, to Midway Mart. It's way cheaper.
2: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs>
1: I tipped them the difference,
4: so good on them. <laughs> uh, before before we get into news, guys, I played a gig last night, and uh, I t- I texted Jackson about this already. There was a guy sitting side stage, not wearing a mask. He was the act after us, not wearing a mask, practicing the guitar intro for Mister Brightside over like for, for like thirty minutes. For like thirty minutes, this guy is sitting here just playing the the Mr. Brightside guitar
3: part Oh my god. Did he
0: eventually yeah. figure it out?
4: I mean, he had he had it figured out the whole time. I just wanted to I like I couldn't think of a person I would want to punch in the face more than a person not wearing a mask just practicing Mr. Brightside.
1: <laughs> so here's the real question. I I, I did never followed up with you after you told me this. Did the band play that song or was
4: this just his practice routine? They did not play that song this this gig i had was like very like timed out so at each uh each artist set list was printed out already so you could see so you could see how many songs and what they were playing and stuff and i was like oh i gotta see if he's playing it then he was not playing mr brightside he played a bunch of originals um and then walked up to me after the show to try to give me a hug without his with his maskless face oh the only one in the room basically i was i was quite annoyed
3: did you say anything to him? Were you like, no, dude?
4: Yeah. I, uh, every every person who's asked to give me a hug, I'm like, no, 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 no,
2: no. no.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah.
1: There was that. I went to one of your uh, socially distant concerts. I won't name which one, but I went to one. And the people who made me feel the most uncomfortable were the organizers of the uh, show. So there was uh, definitely there was one moment where a woman, we were all hanging out, uh, but we were keeping our six feet d- distance. Yeah. Uh, Hagen, my girlfriend, and I, were all keeping our distance and uh, also wearing our masks, so taking all the protocols, and then this woman comes up and, like, points at Hagen and she said, you are the drummer in that last band, and then she goes, oops, sorry, and takes off her mask as if we can't hear her. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and then she asks Hagen, can I give you a hug, and I've never seen somebody... Recoil so quickly, Hagen did like a little like power stance. He put his leg, one of his legs back and he put his hands up and he said, no, no.
3: Very calmly. Just- no. Oh.
2: <laughs> it was very...
1: But he had his legs situated like it was not a like stationary hands up like, oh, being robbed. It was he put his leg back like maybe he could run away backwards or something.
3: Yeah, he had his exit strategy planned. <laughs> yeah, it was very good. He's so yeah. prepared. I, I told oh, a yeah. uh, I told an older lady to uh put her put her mask up over her nose today in a grocery store. What'd she I had, say? I, Did that go I wasn't, well? Well, I wasn't. She ended up behind me in the line, and I I had to go get a bag because there were none in the like at the register that I was at. So I had to walk back out past her before I got closer. I looked at her dead in the eyes and I was like, "It's supposed to be up over your nose." <laughs> <laughs> and she just Jesus. she just put it put it up over her nose and then she didn't say anything to me but i was fully prepared like i feel like she's about to go total karen on me
1: <laughs> well kudos to you for trying that i'm over uh, it I'm definitely dude. too scared to do that because it, it everywhere in dallas it's like you know that for all the for every 10 people you pass there's like maybe three or four people with it down below their nose so yeah
0: it just really yeah, depends I, on where you are, if it feels fine okay. to comment on it. Like, grocery store, yeah.
1: All right, y'all ready to get into some news? Let's news, talk news,
2: about news, news, news,
1: news. Adam, this one's uh, a bit for you to comment on, but for all of us, uh, a bit of a follow-up news. Uh, did you guys see that Leonard Cohen's estate may sue the Trump campaign for unauthorized use of Hallelujah?
2: Which they
0: oh, used to awesome. close out the uh, RNC
3: hallelujah it's over
4: oh my god that's ridiculous so,
1: another in the long line of artists uh, the most prominent one was neil young that we discussed who is trying to figure out if he has legal standing in that and i sent an article that i did not read i just sent it because i read the headline to you in guys yes in, in that's very, okay we don't we uh,
3: don't read anything you send us anyway <laughs>
1: Uh, well, Adam did because he sent some quotes back from the article. Um, no, that's how I that? pretend I read it. What was that Mitt Romney thing uh, talking about uh, his campaign? Because I thought that. By the way, this is uh, a weird uh, reality we live in. Because I remember back, like you know, when Mitt Romney was running, you're like, God, that guy's such a bigot. You don't want him in the office. And then like now you're just well, here like, we are. Oh, he he's like one of the only decent one of them at this <laughs> point.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, well, so that quote about him was they put a lot of thought into the music they would pick for him. Like 60 songs was all they could find that wouldn't cause any controversy. And then in comparison, this is what's going on now.
1: Well, yeah, and I think the what they're trying to say is like they were trying to think like, oh, would an artist be upset that their song was being played by a Mitt Romney campaign? Right, because legally just... they can
0: play those songs if they want to. Because yeah. if those rights have been sold and all that, but the Trump campaign doesn't care about how that looks. They're just playing things anyway. And I think in the case of Leonard Cohen's estate, they've determined they can sue over this because he doesn't have the rights. So, oh wow, that's why that's a bigger deal. I think, yeah,
1: because uh, Trump doesn't have the rights.
0: The, his campaign didn't pay for it, or for whatever uh, bundle of rights that that comes with.
1: Interesting. I guess I need to start reading these articles. <laughs> a
3: good idea. Reading is <laughs> overrated. Reading is overrated. <laughs> reading is overrated. I couldn't agree more. I hate reading when we have to do research.
4: <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Dave. <laughs> God, I hate reading.
3: I've actually,
1: you know, I used to be of that mindset, but uh, that's been one of my little uh, quarantine projects is to get more into reading. And I've read like four or five books already, and I feel good about it. Yeah, know? which one's your favorite? Um, I really enjoyed Green Dune. Eggs and
3: Ham.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you about to say Dune? <laughs> I, um, yes. Yeah. Did you,
1: that, did you? So that's the that's the one I started with. I started with Dune, and I thought my goal was because I had no clue. I I'm a bit more pessimistic about this whole situation, so I did think we were gonna be in quarantine this long, but. I thought, you know, it'd be really nice if I could finish this book uh, in, in, before quarantine's over, and I did that pretty quick, and, you know, I'm, like, four books away from that now, so, Dune.
3: Did you also it. finish Infinite Jest?
1: No. Infinite Jest is one that I picked up. I read about 100 pages, and I'm taking a break. I've read two Kurt Vonnegut <laughs> books in between Infinite Jest, or since I started Infinite Jest. Which so. Kurt Vonnegut books? I read Cat's Cradle first, and I loved it. I'm currently, or I'm almost finished with Slaughterhouse-Five, which I also am really liking, but it's definitely not as good as Cat's Cradle. So that's been what I've been listening to. What about you guys? (laughs) 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 So here's another uh, update from another story we've been talking about. You guys remember the band Smash Mouth?
3: How did we forget?
1: Adam, how does that one Smash Mouth song go? Yep.
3: Hallelujah.
4: I'm so, hap- <laughs> I'm so happy that Adam shrugged on an audio-only podcast. Yeah, I thought <laughs> that after
0: I did it.
3: <laughs> and then said, yep.
1: <laughs> I'm glad to see he didn't change his shirt when he spilled his beer. It's still wearing the shirt that says
0: meh. Yeah, it didn't get on my shirt. It got on my work computer, but you know.
3: Are you wearing pants now, or did you put another pair of shorts on?
0: Yeah, it's just pants. Shorts. I think it's
3: important that our listeners want to know that.
0: Yeah, it's a fashion <laughs> check.
1: <laughs> I have I a fashion shorts. check that I'm waiting to show you all at the end of the episode.
0: That's concerning. great. Unless y'all,
1: unless y'all want to do the fashion check now. But what about
0: Smash Mouth? What
3: about Smash Mouth? This is the most boring. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be a great episode, and that was like, we talked about books and clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking music podcast, people. <laughs>
1: All right, so Smash Mouth played at the Sturgill. Uh, is it called the Sturgill Music Fest? Um, sure. Yeah, it is. I personally, so. I don't really give a shit at this
2: The Sturgill
3: point. COVID <laughs> Fest. Yeah, yeah. The COVID Sturgill <laughs> Fest. But idiot fest.
1: The Smash Mouth Sturgill performance has been linked to 100-plus cases of COVID-19. And just in case you're reading that article, I, I think that festival's in, like, one of the Dakotas um, – I think it's linked to in the county it was in to like it's like 50 or 70 cases in that county and then the rest they were able to link them to like oh like there's like maybe you know five in Illinois that they got from going to that so kudos to you you didn't just infect uh that one
4: county it spread over multiple states wow it's crazy that's like how a virus works isn't it it like spreads and like people get sick isn't that insane Wow, it's like it it's even w- it
3: even spreads across countries. Do you guys know that?
4: Like, whoa, yeah. I mean, like it's crazy. Like I just I wish that somebody would have told us about how a virus worked before any of this happened. That would have been awesome information. If only
0: these four hundred and sixty-two thousand people who went to that could have been warned.
4: Ugh.
1: Yeah, I wish uh, I had known that this uh, virus was so infectious. I think I'm gonna release my next song on COVID nineteen.
4: Oh, this episode sucks.
1: (laughs) So uh, just FYI, there are other bands who played that festival that uh, should get similar scrutiny, but uh, Smash Mouth is the big one because they said- Big time trapped. Big time
4: trapped too. Fuck trapped. They
1: said that uh, Smash Mouth is getting all the heat because they're the ones who were recorded for saying, fuck that COVID night, or fuck that, yeah, fuck that COVID shit, I think is what they said. But, you know- Uh, what's really funny is I I think it was a Pitchfork article that I was reading this from and they said oh Smash Mouth uh, posted the only response they've really posted to the scrutiny they've gotten was this and it was a picture they got and it just was titled quote unquote fan mail and it was a smashed Smash Mouth CD on top of a piece like a written letter and in the Pitchfork article it says just FYI, that CD, that same CD, is worth uh, five cents on Discogs right now. <laughs> <laughs> very good. Discog. That's good. That's
4: very, very good.
1: Or I guess very good. Um, uh, pitchfork. So very, very good pitchfork. Very, very funny. Good pitchfork. Here's a good. Uh, here's a good injection of uh, big boy manliness for you guys. Do you guys remember James Blunt? Yes. Yes. Yes the the famous singer uh, the very he's uh, he yeah, very soft spoken yeah exactly soft spoken british guy who sang you're beautiful and Aww. you know he also sang that uh, one song that uh, michael scott sings uh, goodbye my lover so <laughs>
2: goodbye my lover <laughs> uh, i don't need to buy the rest of it <laughs>
1: the preview is enough so James Blunt, I don't know why he admitted to this. I read the article, but still, I cannot fathom why he thought this was... I think it was a, a... He was trying to make a note on toxic masculinity and how he used to be toxic in his masculinity, and now he sees the error of his ways, which is very funny coming from a man who has made his career off like just ballads, uh, yeah. punk ballads. But he said in uh he at one point ate nothing but meat to prove how manly he was his only thing in his diet was meat and then guess what guys he got scurvy <laughs> he got scurvy <laughs>
4: wasn't it wasn't he also eating raw meat too i don't think so okay. but i mean yeah. that would do it though yeah that would yeah. that would do it for sure yeah. but yeah i mean either way what an insane thing i mean who the fuck gets scurvy anymore Man, I saw this
3: thing with David Blaine talking about how he got scurvy so many times that his body is like uh, immune to it now. What? Yeah.
4: How the fuck does he get? How does he? How has he gotten scurvy so many times?
3: Uh, I forget what it was, but it was probably something along those lines where he was just eating raw meat or some shit to like a magic trick.
1: Yeah, that's got to be it. What's the but magic but he, trick?
0: Watch, yeah, what
3: is the trick? Watch there? me get scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's been doing it for so long, he's running out of ideas.
2: <laughs>
1: so yeah, Ugh. he said that he uh, James Blunt ended up getting scurvy and got very sick uh, because he did it. I think what happened was somebody he was somebody he was going to school with was a vegetarian and he tried to make a point by saying like, uh I'm just going to piss you off by only eating meat to this vegetarian. And then he said like within like four or six weeks of doing that, he got very sick and had to go to the doctor and it was hell trying to rebound from that, that he basically. So this wasn't recently though. No, I think he said it was like in
4: uh, college. Yeah. So it was in the mid
0: 1990s. so weird he would talk about
4: that then. Exactly. Why did he admit to this? Because the world's
3: going to end. It doesn't matter. Everyone (laughs) just get your skeletons out of your closet and, and tell the world.
4: He was on a podcast that like is is one that's very well known for people just like having a conversation. It's a really good one. Uh, he was on Table Manners, um, which is uh, Jessie Ware, a pop singer. She she her and her mom like just cook dinner for the guest, um, and then they just talk. And I don't know if they're doing like the cooking dinner part still um, with with COVID and all. But, yeah, so he said that there were 170 girls at the school and only three boys in, like, the program that he was in, uh, and all the girls were vegetarians or vegans. So that's that, That's that. he said that, uh, out of principle, I decided I'd become a carnivore and just lived on mince, some chicken, maybe with some mayonnaise.
1: God, what? how manly is that to completely isolate yourself from all the women that you're around? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and say, hey, you guys are not eating meat. Look at me only eat meat. Do you want to talk to me? Do you want to hang out?
3: Yeah,
0: does so that make so me so desirable. That. <laughs> that's why they weren't wow. talking to him.
1: But oh, that being said, God. you know, like I guess, you know, kudos for him for not being ashamed and, you know,
4: being open about it and he does. I mean, in the he should article be kind of ashamed, said,
2: of ashamed of
1: it. I'm sure
4: he's ashamed oh, yeah, yeah. of it. I'm sure he's ashamed. I think I think it's just a story to tell. I think that's like a funny story to tell on a podcast Absolutely. like 30 years later.
3: Yeah, and it's one of those things yeah. that written in print is like what an idiot. But if you hear it in the in the context it's, and, you know, with him saying it, it's probably much funnier. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Also still an idiot. Did you all see that music video he did? Like he wrote this song about his dad had like, a, like needed a, like a liver transplant or something like that or he was going to die and it became apparent that he wasn't going to get the transplant. So he wrote this song about it. And then the music video is him literally sitting like, looking at his dad singing the song to him and he's just bawling. It is so sad. It, this came out like last year. I watched it and it just like it's like that music video and then there's a music video for Moses Sumney's uh, new song Polly where he's just sitting there looking at his webcam, singing it and then he just slowly starts crying and by the end of that uh, video he's sobbing. It's like it's crazy how effective something as simple as that is.
3: Is the James Blunt song
0: "Your Liver's
1: Bad"? Ooh. <laughs>
3: we can we can cut that out. I just wanted to swing oh for the fences god. on that one.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could cut that out.
4: Yeah, <laughs> <we're> not <laughs> cutting that out. Totally. I was I was literally about to say this episode sucks, but now it's so much better. Thank you. <laughs> oh my god.
1: H- here's a here's a good one for me. Uh, I was pretty <clears> excited <throat> this week that I heard. I I woke up and. I had some texts from friends saying, hey, there's a new Pumpkins single out. I love the Smashing Pumpkins. It's a real formative band for me. I love the guitar work, blah, blah, blah. Can't, you know, I can walk around in circles talking about how much I like that band. So uh, I listened to it and I'm enjoying it. And then I find out uh, from those same friends, yeah, they signed on to Sumerian Records. And if you don't know, we all know who Smashing Pumpkins, we know who they are. But yeah. if you don't know who Sumerian Records is, Hagen, do you wanna tell me who's on Sumerian Records?
4: Yeah, real quick, I really would like to just go back. You said that you could walk in circles and talk about that band. I think you could walk in circles and talk about any band. I don't think that's really like a, 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 a really good <laughs> statement to say how much you love smashing pumpkins. That's more of just like, I can walk in a circle and I think a toddler can walk in a circle. So maybe H- don't. Hagen's say just that. upset.
1: Hagen's just upset because he can't <laughs> walk backwards. <laughs> And he can only breathe he through his th- mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got beady dark eyes. I don't have beady like dark eyes.
2: All
4: the rest of it's true. I don't have be. I have beautiful eyes. They're not beady dark eyes. I will give
1: anyone a hundred dollars if they can give me proof that Hagen can walk backwards. Also, another caveat: you need to give me proof that Hagen is not an emu.
4: Anyway, Sumerian Records. Uh, <laughs> Between the Buried and Me is on Sumerian Records. Animals as Leaders, a bunch of fucking metal bands. Uh, Periphery Chan. was, yeah, Sean. It, it's it's a it's a metal math rock progressive uh, progressive rock uh, label. The owner is like really cool and, and very uh, I, I I I'll say inclusive. I think that he's a very nice like he works with the artists very closely for being such a big label for that scene in particular at least. Um, but it is crazy because you told me that people are mad that they're that they got signed to Sumerian.
1: Yeah, which doesn't really make sense to me. People are really upset that the Smashing Pumpkins signed on to Sumerian Records, and I think what they are mostly upset about. This is just one of those things that I love to look at because it's just like, why? This is the thing y'all chose to be mad about. It. Right. It's like the people. Uh, I forget that uh, crew of people who. Um, are super obsessed with making weed legal. What's that crew called?
4: Oh, you're talking Nuts. about um fuck. You are talking about I can't remember the name. Holy shit. I played that the I played it's a benefit like with them. not like simple
1: or something like that. It, oh, it's something really shit. Okay, but like it, it people like that, they, I just don't get it. Like there are so many issues in the world and you chose to really just laser in on legalizing weed. That's a that's a super weird one. But, but it's why similar are they, to why that. Why are they
3: mad about The Pumpkins being on that record label.
1: So I think they're mad because, you know, they're worried that, oh, this record label is for metal bands and they're going to they're not going to treat the Pumpkins right. And they're going to go in and say, you need to make like a more like technical album. You need to do this stuff, which for me, before anybody else says anything like that, just makes no sense to me. It would be idiotic for anyone to sign a band that is as cemented in their status as the smashing pumpkins and say, Hey, I need you to release a pop record. I need you to release a country record. That would be very stupid. Sumerian is in a great position where they signed a well-established band and just needs to give them the money and promote them and then let them do their thing.
3: Yeah. I mean, they're going to get their money back in tenfold. That's their, that's their instantly the biggest band on their roster.
4: Yeah, one hundred percent. It's like
3: Nora Jones being on the Blue Note label,
4: right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's foolish for people to be upset about it. A lot of like the metalheads, they they are like, this is going to be. I'm excited to hear this. Like, if if they if Sumerian does have like a part in the the music making that excites us more for fans of that label, but aren't fans of Smashing Pumpkins. So uh, it, it, it's it's a, a really interesting layer. It's a great idea. It's a it's it's good for everybody. I think it's awesome.
3: I just want to know what the deal looks like. I wonder how many records they signed on for and what the, you know, what Sumerian paid them. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wonder. I, I want to know how they wound up there.
1: Yeah. My guess is it's something that they got this, like, okay, you guys get more creative um, control than, you know, say a Capitol Records. Because I think that's what their fans are like. Oh, they need to be on Capitol and they need to be on Warner. They need Haven't, to be on Sony. They've been,
3: like, independent the last few albums anyway. Yeah, I believe I think so. so. So that's a weird thing is that their their legacy is so... it's Like you said, Jackson, it's very well cemented. But for the Pumpkins to change from, you know, like a Capitol Records to go to a bigger record label of the same stature, like make a lateral move, they're not going to get the same level of care as a label that doesn't have as much notoriety or as many big bands on it. So they're going to get more attention from, from Sumerian Records now.
4: Also, they might yeah. not even want, like, the attention. They might just want to try something new. They might just... They might, like genuinely with a band like that it wouldn't surprise me if they were like let's just see what it's like to go be with this like total left field label and see what Mm -hmm. happens i mean that i I think if anything they're either going to make the same shit they've been making like they're they're, like not the same shit but they're going to you know stay roughly the same kind of band or they're going to like maybe change a little bit but that probably excites them as a band
3: yeah exactly so Uh, um yeah how was the new single
1: uh, so it, it's two songs, like, and here's another thing is uh, I started fanning it out to friends saying like, oh yeah, so there's a new pumpkin single out and they're like, there's actually two. And I was like, bitch, I know how an A and a B side works just because we're not <laughs> releasing it physically anymore. doesn't mean it's not a single. I was getting like, I didn't tell them that, but I got that maybe three times after sending that. I was like, fuck it. I'm not telling y'all in the future. Like I know how that works. I really enjoyed it. It's uh, very similar to their previous record, which I uh, really liked. And, you know, it's good having most of the original band back. Everyone's in it except for Darcy the bassist. So I really enjoyed it. And there's this uh, really cool on the first song, which is called CYR. There's this really cool um, backing vocals that's kind of played like a synth line instead of just being a vocal
4: progression, which is really cool. So I really enjoyed it. Jackson, were you talking about normal before? Yes, normal. The, na- the, na- the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I those- just like, guys, I, I support your cause.
1: Like, legalize weed. Got it. I completely support that. But also, like, w- there's so much injustice in the world and so much more pressing issues and civil rights issues. Like, let's, let's cool it on the weed thing for a little bit. Right. I'm, I, I, well, it's, part it's of that
0: could be civil rights though related in terms of like that's fair prison and stuff oh
3: i don't point. know if they yeah. do
0: that
4: but well i'll, I'll yeah. go ahead and say that it's interesting because they like i i think that you know the making weed legal is is a very you know there's a there's a lot to be said for it i think that the problem is is that a lot of times and i know this because i played a benefit for them and there were speakers that got up during the benefit and they said things like weed cures cancer and everybody applauded and i looked at my bandmates like what the fuck did he just did he just say that did they just say that and no they've been they're...
1: hiding it for years
4: <laughs> <laughs> they were cheering it no one was like well i don't know about all that uh, but yeah they 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 ha- they don't pick a lane well they go for the super hard like the hard like yes it it, it it's curing cancer it's an amazing thing um i don't know
3: Yeah, Yeah, I mean it definitely helps. (laughs) It doesn't cure cancer.
4: Yeah, it doesn't. It does not cure cancer. That is not. That is not proven by any means. Go on with the next. Well, actually,
3: allegedly, here's proof. Has Willie Nelson ever had cancer?
4: That's not cure. That's 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 preventing.
1: Hey, he stopped smoking weed, so he's gonna get cancer soon.
4: Uh (laughs) So weed prevents cancer. Maybe we can go. Maybe we can stand on that argument, but it doesn't cure it allegedly <laughs>
1: we don't want weed coming after us like fucking r kelly or some shit
4: <laughs> big
0: weed
1: yeah we don't want big weed <laughs> did y'all see that uh apparently r kelly was assaulted in prison
4: fuck yeah of course yeah, was. that sounds great that's amazing I was,
1: this is exactly why i didn't want to bring it up because everyone's <laughs> response was fuck yeah and i was like that that's a pretty like I don't think we should be supporting that. Dude's a shit person, but I don't think we want to support him getting violently attacked. You know the difference between
3: him being attacked in prison and outside of prison? There are no closets in prison.
2: Ah.
1: All right. I was wondering where that was going to go.
2: For a while.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Adam.
4: This episode was never good. What are you talking about? (laughs) No, I said for a while.
1: (laughs) Adam, you had a piece of news uh, that was Nick Cave related. This is... This is a monumental occasion. This is yeah, Adam's is it? first delivery of news.
0: So Nick Cave has a website called The Red Hand Files where people can send in questions and he answers them. Usually big, long answers, like a small paper. Um, right. Usually the questions are really interesting, too, and this one was, is it true that Kanye's new album is delayed because you both took the last-minute decision to include a track you were working on together? And he just answered, no. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: very simply no explanation
3: <laughs>
0: but someone really wanted to ask this question man i would be really
3: excited for the for them to do a collaboration and for the people that are kanye fans that don't know nick cave to be like i don't know who this nick cave guy is but he's about to really blow up
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, so if anybody there. was
0: curious that's not the reason that album is delayed
4: I was so curious. I was so worried. So, so worried about it.
1: Yeah, I've been trying to figure out how to do like an anti-filter on my computer to like just like any time Kanye West's name comes up, just completely scrub it from my browser. So, (laughs) you know, if anybody, if any of our listeners knows how to do that, please let me know. My IP address
4: is... (laughs) 819-830-2020-666. 819 830 <laughs> 2020 666 That's the coolest IP address, dude.
1: Thank you. It's definitely not the time that it is right now, the date and then 666.
2: <laughs>
3: I was thinking, "Hagan, how do you know that that's the right amount of numbers for an IP address?" <laughs> I'm
1: uh. So, mad. We're here, guys. We're Adam, at, you yeah, delivered
3: that news really well. I'm very impressed. Yeah, I'm oh, proud of you. It, it was a really you. hard
0: You know, news item. The, yeah. The Did you write a answer. script?
4: Did you write a script?
0: No, I had it
3: pulled up, though.
4: Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now totally. see
3: if you can open a beer properly the next time. Yeah. yeah next
1: are, you, are, you, are your thighs still moist right now? <laughs>
2: no, it's, it's good.
3: They're more moist from talking about the news. <laughs> He's getting clammy. From talking about Nick Cave.
4: Oh my god! No, but I am enjoying my <laughs> beer
0: that I opened. That's
3: awesome. Is it the wow. same one? <laughs> yeah. Wow,
2: that's you what gotta, he was doing. Get... He
3: was wringing out his shorts to get every last drop.
2: Because he <laughs> bought a, a
3: house, he's got to
0: savor everything now. Yeah, it was very
3: yeah, expensive exactly. beer.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
4: it's
2: god not like there's it. more of
0: it.
4: Incredible. What beer is it?
0: It was a uh, marble double white. From New Mexico.
2: Ooh, wow. I love
1: Marvel. They have the good movies.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. That that's it.
1: <laughs> Alright, moving are on.
0: Gonna, are we gonna get in the Dave's Def corner now? Is that what you're leading into? <laughs> no, Let's
3: <that's laughs> oh not. My that's god. very sad. Oh <laughs> Adams. That is worse than any joke I've ever made. <laughs> no. I don't think that's worse than every joke you've ever made. <laughs> no, but the it's ones worse that, than every joke that's that ever made it. <laughs> that ever made it? Yeah, the ones we've cut out are way worse than that. But. <laughs> Jesus
1: Christ! All <laughs> but was, right, we got yeah, we got too some soon. new news. Uh, new news. So <laughs> Megan the Stallion, uh, she finally admitted that who who shot her. She had been uh, protecting her assailant. And just, uh, I'm not quite sure why. I can't really pretend to understand why she was doing that. But uh, she wasn't really wanting to say who shot her. Uh, But if you don't remember, Megan Thee Stallion, the rapper, was, I think it was in Houston. She was shot, like, in the feet or foot. (laughs) Uh, I I believe it was
4: both. But I'm I'm sorry, (laughs) I'm a little hazy. Was was she walking in circles talking about how great (laughs) Smashing Pumpkins is?
1: Caw, 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 caw,
2: caw. Oh man, Sorry, that imagine was a like, translation. Magic going. Imagine going. <laughs> imagine going.
3: <laughs> i was shot in the feet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she finally she admitted that uh, after uh, her assailant, who is Tori Lanez, who is another rapper, um He had been denying it over and over again, and she basically said, all right, if you're going to keep lying about it, I'm just going to say it, and so she admitted to it, and then also, I think it was during a live, like, Instagram live, she showed a picture, like, she showed her feet and, like, the bullet wounds, and man, that shit was nasty, so, uh, you know.
3: Do we know if it was multiple shots?
1: Yeah, I think it was. It was wet and gushy, so, ew. Ew.
2: <laughs> wet-ass pussy!
1: <laughs> Hagen, okay, you gotta say WAP. Like, we don't say that.
4: <laughs> no, song we is say... The song's called WAP. Yeah, but they say wet-ass pussy in the song.
1: No, okay, I, yeah, I've heard I it was a that. different
0: different word.
4: What?
1: Yeah. Wet and gushy, the
4: kid's bot version. <laughs> wet-ass P-word?
3: <laughs> That's what the wet, TV told wet, me. wet Debbie c what? Can we cut that out?
1: <laughs> no. All right. No, well speaking of What,
4: what the what... fuck? <laughs>
3: Trade wreck. is of of... We shouldn't take a week off. We just get worse.
1: <laughs> no, we're doing terrible. And we said, like, oh, let's do an all news episode. And I got two pieces of news left. And one of them has to do with WAP. I'm gonna call it WAP. Wet uh, ass
4: pussy. Just say wet okay. ass pussy.
1: Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut uh that emu saying that over and over <laughs> again. Every time I say whap, you'll hear him cawing.
4: Wait, wait, is hold on not, hold on. Let me let me Wait, let is me it give not you emusing caw. you? Mm, I'm upset about what Dave just said. Let me give you a good caw, ready? Ah
1: Wow. Is Uncanny. That, good? <laughs> that
3: was less yeah. of a caw and more of an ah. Can we get more <sighs> C? Can you do it again? Take two?
2: Yeah. yeah but, if, but focus but on you, your vowels.
4: But yeah. if you put it but if you put like a too much of a I feel like it just sounds like bullshit. I don't know. Uh okay, ready? Ah! Is this a bad episode?
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're only asking that now. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> all right. So, WAP has had the biggest debut, uh, the biggest streaming debut of all time with 93 million streams. Previously, it was held by Ariana Grande's Seven Rings, which had 85.3 million. So that's 93 million compared to 85.3 million streams. So uh, I'm not really sure what to take from that, but... I'll tell you what uh,
3: we... I we, I told you we should have called that song Wet-Ass Pussy. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm sorry. We could have actually made
3: you, some money from streaming.
4: <laughs> did you guys listen to it?
3: No, I still haven't heard it.
4: Oh, dude, you got to listen to it. It's great. It's it's It's... I went to
1: listen to it and I watched the music video and the music video is the clean version, which was frustrating. So I haven't heard the non clean version. Uh, no, there
0: You can view the like non clean version as a music video. Cause that was up first and then it got taken down.
4: Ah, yeah, but it's, it's available. You can see it. Uh, it's, it's like a great music video and uh, a great song. Uh, I, it's, just so much fun. Just so much you, fun.
3: So great. Like, like, uh, what would you would you compare? How would it compare to Leonard Cohen's Alleluia?
1: <laughs> well, it didn't take like ten years to write. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh,
4: I, I would I would say that uh, it 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 would go it would it would be less successful at the RNC, uh, but uh, here is a question. Sure? <laughs> do you do
3: you think? Do you I think,
4: think the so number... because because everyone, uh, all the fucking conservatives, think it's a it's an attack on on everything. They hate it.
3: Well, everything's
0: an attack on everything to them.
2: Yeah. Here's
3: here's the question, Hagan. Do you think as many people are going to cover wet ass pussy? <laughs> the Jeff Buckley definitive Jeff
1: Buckley edition of yeah. lap. <laughs>
4: But uh, so uh, I, I don't. I I think "Wet Ass Pussy" is a song that no one should cover. I think it's one of those songs. I think it's a song that just you just you just you just keep it to Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion.
3: But they're really finding their lane, you know, with lyrical content. No one's really. It's a it's a niche market that people are trying to fill. Everyone's trying to fill now. Wet ass pussy.
4: Was that a joke? <laughs> I, I, I I I we gotta we gotta we gotta go.
1: My butthole was clenched that whole time. I was like, is this going to be a punchline? Is he being serious, you know, making a statement saying, like, nobody's talking about uh, female empowerment? I was very confused, and I was very nervous.
3: Can we, yeah, can we start the episode doing... over? Can you blow the horn again? Can we just,
0: yeah, can we redo with Keeley doing dishes and stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, well, we can't start it...
3: that. We can't tell Keeley to do dishes to start an episode. <laughs> <laughs>
1: In honor of uh, the new Christopher Nolan movie, we're gonna change out our uh, regular air horn with the Inception. Blah blah. <laughs> blah
0: We'll just use that one.
3: Yeah, that you yeah. It really makes good sound effects. Blah.
1: Thank you, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got one more news article, and it's not even for me. It's for Hagen to take over because I can confidently say that I'm not very well versed in this, other than, you know, I vaguely understand the situation. But I will, you know, close off my section of the show by saying my last note here all I wrote were these three words Britney Spears'
4: independence. Nice, nice. Very cool. Free Britney, free Britney. Uh, it's a movement, and it's maybe a maybe a good, maybe a bad one. The concept is really good. So it started uh, in 2008 uh, whenever she had her meltdown. Uh, her dad became her conservator. So basically, uh, conservatorship is something that happens a lot with, like, old people who have dementia. Um, people who, who are not in their right mind, basically, to be taking care of their funds, to be taking care of themselves. Um, so a lot of times it happens, like I, like I said, with like someone with dementia, so they don't like go spend all their money on some bullshit that they thought about online in that moment. Uh, or just to make sure that they stay healthy, stay safe, etc. So Britney Spears' dad, Jamie Spears, who is a giant heaping pile of shit, became uh, her conservator in 2008, basically taking care of her. But... Really what that was was him just taking her money, take, being in control of her life, telling her when she could leave the house, telling her when she could do anything at all. Um, so uh, about sometime last year, he kind of like backed off from it um, for health reasons, but he still is the conservator, so he is the person who has the say. But the movement kind of picked back up this year because um, – Britney started posting the stuff on Instagram that were these like weird dancing videos and just stuff that looked concerning. So the, what started the whole concept because free Britney has been a movement for a little bit, but what got it really going was people commenting on the Instagram videos saying things like, if you need help, wear yellow in your next video. And then in the next video, she's wearing yellow. Uh, And so just stuff like that sort of got the movement really, really pushing. So people were really concerned that, Oh, something really is going on. She needs help. But here's the problem with the fandom here's the problem with people so uh the the concept of britney needs to not be in this conservatorship is a really great concept but the fandom is ruining it they are they are really not giving her a chance uh the prime example of that being she had a uh uh, they were renegotiating because she recently in the beginning of august said that she wants to renegotiate she wants she doesn't want her dad to be the conservator anymore um in a court hearing the beginning of the month i believe um, a bunch of free Britney fans hacked into the Zoom call and basically had to postpone the whole thing. They ruined they ruined the hearing. Um, so yeah, they hopped in and were yelling stuff, and yeah, it was very very bad. So these fans, I mean, the 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 cause is wonderful. We need to you know, Britney Spears should be in charge of her own money. She should be yeah, in charge of, of herself. Um, you know, she had a moment, and people have moments, but it's not. She, she's, she's not, like, out of her mind all the time. She doesn't need that. Um, so recently, it also, was, it also came out that her sister, Jamie Lynn Spears, um, is trying to get control of all of Britney's money. She's trying to be the only person in charge of the finances. She was a part of it starting in 2018, but she proposed to the courts that she would be the only person in charge of her money, moving her, I think it's $59 million, moving her 59, Britney's, Britney's $59 million into an account that is only controlled by Jamie Lynn Spears.
3: What the hell?
4: Yeah. So that was the. I saw that
1: article, or I saw a headline saying that. And, I you know, just on face value saying that, I was like, wait, isn't that just a different person taking care of it? Rather than, you know, wouldn't you want the person who actually
4: earned it, Britney Spears, whose money it is? Well, isn't yeah, this- that the ideal scenario? This is this isn't good basically like from what I understand when Jamie became part of the whole thing because Jamie Jamie had some say over the finances starting in 2018 and when that started it was basically like I, I think that her dad brought her in and was like, hey, we're gonna do this together sort of a thing you know um, right. especially because her because their dad is having health issues. So now as things are progressing more and more, Jamie Lynn I think is being very sketchy and is trying to just take all of her sister's money. Because who the fuck Um, remembers Zoe one oh one? Who the fuck cares?
1: But the thing is, I remember her
4: ruining that show
1: by (laughs) getting pregnant and then it getting canceled. And I'm not saying that people getting pregnant ruins things, but as a child, I loved that show and it got canceled (laughs) because of her. Yeah, that was very upsetting.
3: So what is? I have been keeping up with Brittany's Instagram, and it is very strange.
4: Yeah, I I definitely am like uh, I I can see where a lot of the like the the conspiracy comes into like the, the it comes into play that like people are saying if you're in trouble wear yellow the next day she wears yellow uh there was one that was like a striped color one and she's doing that and she's acting very strange on her Instagram but I think Britney's just a strange person I mean like it's it, it she I, I couldn't imagine you know living her life uh,
3: no of yeah, course
4: because
1: she's been famous since a child right yeah like Mickey Mouse.
3: Exactly, the Mickey Mouse Club. So, like, none of us could even begin to understand the life that she's f- lived,
1: and especially being a female in that position. It's not right. only it's just like, okay, she is a child star and is now you know pushing forty. You know, so her whole life has been this, and you know, you know, but then also just the the whole thing of going from a child and then just being a pop star who's hypersexualized, and that's just got to be like just jarring as a a person as a female, all that kind of stuff. So I can't even pretend to understand, but here's my question. And maybe Dave and Hagan, you're the only ones who can answer it. But do you think that these conspiracy theories and what you're talking about looking at the Instagram posts, do you think those are just coming because it's Britney Spears? Or do you think if somebody like if I had an Instagram and I was doing the same stuff on Instagram, would you read
4: between the lines and be like Jackson's being weird if you posted a video of you dancing in short shorts and a crop top, I would text you. But I don't know if something's wrong. That could that could just be a bit. I don't know. Yeah, yeah who
3: knows? Uh, but I do think that like it's very strange for her to be replying, even even uh, entertaining the idea of responding to those people requesting those things, because throughout her career, she has been. It's been said that she's been very in control of a lot of aspects of the career.
4: Yeah, and, and the point that a lot of people are making is, like, if she can fucking perform in Vegas, like, day in and day out at her – she had, like, a, a show she was doing there. Uh, if she could do that, why the fuck is she – like, if she can – if she is able to do that on her own, why the fuck is there a conservator, you know? So yeah, the exactly. In, the Instagram thing is – I would say it is largely because it's Britney. I would say that if it was anybody else doing it, like, just to – just like a, a – you know, a a small person on social media doing it, then it wouldn't be the same thing. But someone with her followers and her, uh, you know, just stature, I mean, that's a very different thing. Um, I mean, I again, like, the movement is a a great concept. Free Britney, she needs to not be under this conservatorship, but the fans need to calm the fuck down and not ruin it. They need to not do the, like, they need to not get in the way of what's happening. Because maybe maybe in next year because they pushed it back to uh, February 1st 2021 to her so it's pushed back just a, less than a year um, until they can rediscuss it again and maybe she'll get out then we don't know uh, but if we continue if the fans continue to like fuck with it it might get worse
3: right and it, another thing too is like why why is there no system in place that she that this can't be just looked at like way earlier than February of 2021 like How has this been going on since 2008, did you say?
4: 2008, yeah.
3: That's insane that she's been uh, presumably locked up in her house since then.
4: Yeah, Yeah, and like,
1: you know, someone like, and this is me making presumptions, so I could be completely wrong here, but you would assume someone like Britney Spears, she's probably, even though she's being withheld what she has earned, she's probably still living fine because, you know, she's this huge pop star and all that kind of stuff, but... There's got to be like plenty of situations like this for people who are you know they're being withheld you know twenty thousand dollars or something like that, and that could be right. the difference of like you know being able to live or being homeless. So like it's just shocking to me that even on this grand example where it's like okay, why why is this? Because is she literally just being? She cannot do like cannot access her money. She, she assets. Yeah,
4: yes, she does what her dad says, and she does not have control over her money. Um, That's even to the point, incredibly, like the, the
3: boyfriend that she posts about. Some people are talking about him being like a not even really her boyfriend, but like right. someone, who, like like someone who's paid to be there to watch over her.
4: Which, like, I get that idea, but that also just sounds like finding shit i mean that that's the way conspiracy is built is like of course it's it, it, i i don't know what the evidence is backing that but on, on face value that just sounds like people you know saying oh hey that looks like that so it is that instead of actually i don't know because the conservatorship is not a conspiracy that's real all of this all, all, all of the whole shit that she's dealing with is is very very real and i mean to go back to what you're saying the system that's put in place is not designed for this there should be a different name for what is happening to for what happened to her because like it makes it makes sense to go hey my daughter is not well and i should like i i need to be in control of what's happening here because the conservatorship like i said is mostly reserved for uh just for seniors for older people um and so it's very rare that it's used on uh, on a younger
3: person who just isn't mentally well um, well, and, and we know that two things that first of all, she has access to every expert in the world with with the with the money that she has and in influence. But secondly, we know that her father has notoriously been very controlling of her entire career or or trying to be, a, you know, that way right. throughout her entire life.
4: Yep. Yeah. He, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's just all bad. It's not, it's, there's no, there's no good there. We might, again, we might see a change next year and I hope we do. I hope that um, the, the arrangement changes and, and something changes, but I mean like she can't, cause she can't go ask. I mean, she can, she can request it, but at that, that's all she can do. She can request that, it, that something changes in the conservatorship, but she can't just say, I don't want my dad anymore because like her dad is in control. So right. that's it. She's, she's that's stuck the at- part
3: of it that's fucked up is that she just like you know she put in all of the work to earn that money and because she had one episode of of unrest that her, her father or maybe it's because the next of kin has that much control over one scenario yeah
4: yeah it's wild that's- and i hope i hope jamie lynn does not get control i hope jamie jamie lynn does not get control of her sister's money that would be uh that would be awful that'd be terrible Jamie, Jamie Lynn was just living in the shadow of her sister.
3: Yeah, of course.
1: Damn, that's cold, man. That was, that was toxic of you, Hagen. Fuck.
3: Oh my
2: god.
1: Oops, I did it again. My bad. <laughs> that's that's it. Baby, do We're you want here. it one more time? <laughs> I mean, don't hold it against me.
0: Do you have these written down? He, has them, like written down.
1: he no has them written down. There's no fucking
4: way. There's no. There's no way. I've been in making
1: hell. eye contact this whole time. How? I'm very
4: impressed. Like, <laughs> you have a computer in front of you. What are you talking about? you making made an icon. Go fuck you. What the fuck? Yeah, I got a little pocket computer. That's what Adam's talking about. Uh, also, just real quick, unrelated to Brittany, uh, the producer for Ride the Lightning said, said, quote, Lars' drumming was absolutely useless in the studio. Um, hey, Lars had to make an appearance on this
3: bad episode.
4: <laughs> let's, let's just uh, – I, I, I read that, and I was like, I got, I got to talk about this. The quote that I really liked was, uh, I thought he was absolutely useless. The very first thing I asked when he started playing was, does everything start on an upbeat? And Lars responded, what's an upbeat?
3: Dude. On their yeah, second man, album. Song, on their second
2: this album.
1: This song is uh, uh, it's actually in a minor key, so it can't be upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> <With>
3: Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> you're nailing it right now dude oh no,
4: he's not no don't give him props for any of what he's done
3: <laughs> but yeah that was the that was one of the albums where they were like lars needs to take lessons
4: yeah so the the producer actually uh pulled in another like metal drummer that was working in the same studio and the two of them basically taught him how to count
3: that was when they were did they record in sweden Yeah, yeah 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 so yeah <laughs> fucking lars dude
4: it's really funny
1: how this is, like, held against Lars, and, like, it's very much like, this man is an asshat. He doesn't know how to count. Like, he can't even, like, you don't need to know theory and stuff to be a famous musician, but, like, you should at least know the basics of, like, keeping time, especially if you're the rhythm section. But yeah. if if he was doing it well and didn't know his shit, like like a Jack White or something, people would be like, man, and it's fucking great. He doesn't even know how to count. Isn't that amazing? And yeah, he doesn't it doesn't let sounds me use good. my cell phone. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: You're right though, people wouldn't care as much if he was good.
2: Yeah. One
3: of the most one of the most in demand bass players alive right now is uh you know, he's played with John Mayer and Adele and Nine Inch Nails and he plays for The Who since John Entwistle passed away and and people are always like, He can't even read music and it's like, Okay, there's a there's a similar example where it's like he doesn't have to. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Yeah,
1: but, like, that that's what I'm saying is, like, reading music, I think it, it's not necessarily, like, the top echelon of music theory, but it's definitely, you know, diving a little deeper than, you know, not, right. not everyone does. But when it comes to, like, counting, whenever I was learning guitar e- as a child, like, that's how you learn is rhythm is, like, hey, just count, like, your teacher will clap with you or you'll clap, that kind of thing. It's like, that's the basic shit, my dude.
3: Yeah, he doesn't know his ta-ta's and ti tas Oh, shut Damn. the
4: fuck up. What the hell is the. Uh... <laughs> Ta-ta. Oh,
2: sorry, what's te-te-te-ta. your preferred vernacular?
3: Uh, yeah, what's yours? Vernacular.
4: What, the, what do you mean was my preferred? We all know the preferred vernacular for counting Easter yeah,
1: bunnies I know, but when go you're a... dancing at Easter. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Eddie ate dynamite. Goodbye, Eddie. Goodbye, Eddie! Eddie! <laughs>
4: I haven't heard that. That's the that's the one I teach all my students, and I always like if the parents sitting in the room, I'm always like, this could go over real bad. But let's see what happens here.
3: Eddie ate don dominoes.
1: Yeah. Never eat soggy
4: waffles. My favorite one is good burritos don't fall apart.
3: Oh, that's true, but
4: hey, right? Yeah, it's better than good
3: boys do fine always. Yeah.
4: My favorite
1: one is the.
2: Y'all just let me go.
0: If anyone's (laughs) still here. Yeah, we're going to talk about what we're listening to.
2: (laughs) Oh
4: my goodness. Are we we all going to stare at each other before and and just no one talk again? Yeah, sure. That's what we always do. Jackson's going to be the last
3: i been. I'll go first. I've been listening to Dawes. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Are we, are, are you going to talk
4: about your accomplishment? Are you going to talk about your fucking oh, accomplishment,
3: yeah, yeah. dude? <laughs> Dudes.
1: I was really worried I was too mean about this last night.
3: No, you were no. I mean, you were the right amount of At least you responded. <laughs> <laughs> I took a screenshot
0: for the uh, the show. The notes. I, yeah.
1: I I was gonna ask who did that.
3: I. What, okay, so Dawes released uh like a live recording of them that you, you know, you buy tickets to watch it, you get it for the weekend. And I was watching it and I started taking Instagram videos of it and tagging Dawes and everyone. I think I did like six of them or something like that. And at the end of the night I got a notification that Dawes uh like tagged me in their Instagram post and I was like, Oh my god So I looked at it. They just re they just like reposted one of my videos in their story of which there were like six or seven other ones where they were promoting the show but i was still like in my head like i'm so excited about this right now like dawes dawes did something with me like we had a collab there a little (laughs) little little dave and dawes collab
4: i don't know if you can call it a collab but congratulations it's a collab Hagan, shut
3: the fuck up you didn't even say anything you didn't even say good for you friend and I, I was I'm like sorry.
4: i was busy i was busy last night i had I, I had a gig and then i won fall guys okay so you can go fuck oh, yourself you can go
1: fuck yeah it's yourself. not your turn you don't have the conch
4: cell dave go on
3: <laughs> thank you jackson
4: Recla- i reclaim my time i reclaim my time
3: <laughs> anyway so i was like super fanboying over that moment and then i had a really sad realization that like it means nothing <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking stupid that I'm excited about this." No, that that's so not the excited. way to look
1: at it. Because if you're gonna feel that way, like everything means nothing. Like, yeah, oh, exactly. You get endorphin rushes for what you get endorphin rushes, and that's very cool. Even though I joked in the chat that oh, Dave was on their Instagram story. I, yeah, that no, is I mean, cool. I've I've had similar things happen, not on you know level of my favorite band, but. You know, I've, I've I've experienced that. It's a good feeling. I've taken screenshots of, you know, people looking at my Instagram story. Hey, guess what? Claudio Sanchez's wife follows our band on Instagram.
3: What? That's really cool. But yeah, I did. Name I took. Is Sean uh, so <laughs> that's awesome. On Instagram, so it is not I, in I, real life. I reposted them reposting me <laughs> to see if they was really again. Well, no, but I wish they would have, but I wrote cool, and then they, they they ended up watching all of my Instagram stories, so then I got another rush of endorphins, and then I was like, but this doesn't mean anything. I had a very up-and-down, emotional 24 hours, guys. <laughs> all See, the time, he
1: was floating.
3: <laughs> before I
0: saw their post, I thought that you were going to say they mentioned like the podcast, and like, this weird podcast keeps linking to us every week.
3: <laughs>
2: that would have been amazing. That day gotta
3: is coming do because they're getting it's linked every episode.
0: Oh, my God. That's so good. Or, or those links <laughs> are going to get blocked. Too many.
3: Well, I mean, now that I'm in with the band, I'll, I'll message the lead singer <laughs> and ask if he wants to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, Jackson, I definitely screenshotted it, and I video recorded the, like, the, the story playing.
1: Trust me, I still have this screenshot that says, Shawnee followed you on instagram i was like holy shit that's like the singer of my favorite band's wife right that's, exactly there's so many <laughs> degrees of separation there <laughs> i mean that
0: that is kind of crazy though that specifically I,
1: I have no clue how it happened but i'm not even gonna question it yeah because the dog will...
0: thing makes sense because they can see that they got tagged obviously but the other yeah, other, yeah, there, uh, in,
1: in promotion of this episode, I will, uh, you know, get this little sound bite and I will tag Chandra in this and maybe she'll respond because occasionally. Or maybe
3: she'll know. unfollow. Dude, it's a gamble. Yeah, she might 50, 50 right now. You might realize
1: she's Well, Chandra, if you unfollow me because of this or unfollow the band because of this, uh, we really appreciate your patronage for this long. <laughs> oh, and my just, God. Just
3: sti- but you should stick around because we're going to be coming out with some new stuff soon. <laughs> Are
1: so to evil ink records <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: um,
4: i have been listening to a guy named briston maroney i can't remember if i've ever mentioned briston maroney before briston maroney is a really great uh indie singer um great e- oh only frustrating thing is he basically just does eps uh, but great ep called indiana a great ep called miracle and he put out a song called uh deep sea diver last week two weeks ago that's really really good Dave, you should listen to the song "Caroline" by this guy. Uh, the bass tone is not your bass tone, but I think he played like the bass player is is doing some Dave stuff in there. It's pretty cool. Oh, that's
3: cool. I'll yeah. check it out.
4: Um, and then uh, Jacob Collier put out a new album, and uh, I, I I have to say, like half of the album I don't like. Is it uh, Jesse
3: Volume Three?
4: Yeah, I think that like it's it's a it's a good album, but I really just like I don't care for about half of it. Um. And the other half is awesome. Just bangers. Just all of them like he, he needs to just write songs and stop doing his fucking Jacob Collier bullshit because all the songs that he wrote are really good.
3: <laughs> you know what we should do when Jesse Volume Four comes out? We should do a deep dive of all four of them.
4: Oh, that'd be good. And exhausting. Just exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If it's not, not a reacting. band, if it's not it's it's a band Jackson likes, we can't. So I'm gonna go with Jackson's reaction is right.
0: I
1: reacted for Adam
4: down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's 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 a really fun album. Um I would definitely I would suggest giving it a listen if you like Jacob Collier and just weird weird pop music. Uh but he does have songs that are like his his kind of brand of weird which like they're cool, but it, he's done it so much. Like if you listen right. to Jacob Collier then you get the gist. So uh it's just when he, when he writes songs it's just like it's just better instead of him doing his bullshit.
3: Yeah adam what do you got
0: uh i only have one album i listened to and it was taylor swift's new album produced by one oh. of the guys from the national
3: one of the the
0: desners yeah and i really enjoyed it i was kind of surprised
2: adam's on the an, fucking hype train it's more of an
0: indie like folk album than her other stuff but yeah, yeah Boney bear is really on one song yeah.
3: what's your other favorite taylor swift album i
0: don't even know the <laughs> other ones <laughs> actually right here it says that 2019 lover came out so maybe that one
4: <laughs> yeah I, tra- I tried that taylor swift album multiple times and i found it to be different and interesting and boring but me
3: it's- too
4: <laughs> like the first song is really cool i li- I, re- I genuinely like the first song a lot i remember that i was like oh if this is the rest of the album and then it wasn't and, yeah uh,
3: is that is that the single is that the song that she released that music video for where no. she's in the piano and stuff. No,
0: the I single think was Cardigan.
3: The single was Cardigan. It, it does start yeah, it off like as like an
0: album that I kind of felt I could expect how it was going to go, and then it didn't go that way. But I still thought it was good.
4: Yeah, it's it's it's, def, it's definitely a, a cool album. I, I wish I wasn't bored when I listened to it.
3: Right.
1: I've been All listening right, to uh, a small up-and-coming band who just uh, signed to Sumerian Records. Um, <laughs> I <knew it. laughs> No, but legitimate. cool, if Hagen's leaving, I can legitimately do what I was going to do. So, I've been, is he actually leaving? Okay, we got to wait for him to put his in ears back in, and then I can get my genuine reaction. Alright, you back? No? Are you back? Put him uh, in. Almost. Uh, not
0: yet.
4: What's up? You back? Yeah, what the fuck? I just said something, what do you want?
1: All right, so what I've been legitimately listening to is uh, I I did my own little uh, I started listening uh, Jimmy Eat World's uh, singer Jim Adkins has been doing this kind of like little uh, YouTube show where he just talks to his favorite songwriters and it's been super fun to listen to and I, he's always talking about Jimmy Eat World and I was like you know I've really never listened uh, too much into them so uh, I ended up doing my own little uh, Jimmy Eat World uh, deep dive and. Dave, I'm going to have to ask your assistance here. We're going to do a mini deep dive here, all right? So I've been listening to uh, Jimmy Eat World. Go ahead and throw me what the rules are going to be. I'm going to give it one minute per album. I listen to four albums. I'm going to give you 30 seconds in the front to tell you who Jimmy Eat World is, 30 seconds at the end to wrap up my feelings. Dave, go ahead and give me 30
3: seconds on that clock. Okay, five, four, three, two, one, go. All
1: right, so Jimmy Eat World is the American rock band. We all know them. You know, they're alternative rock, emo, whatever you want to call them, but they're from Mesa, Arizona. There are four members that we know, but the biggest ones you're going to need to know are Jim Adkins and Zach Lind. Jim and Zach. That's all you need to know. It's a pretty. We all know Jimmy World. They have tons of albums you know the middle you know a lot of their music i'm gonna go ahead and get into the first albums i did not t- listen to the first album because i was told it's not a very good album so i started on their second album 1996 is static prevails what,
0: what kind of deep dive just gets to skip an album hey adam you <laughs> Dude, didn't do this don't bind into
1: my time i got one minute per album so in I'm 1996 <laughs> just
3: wait, wait 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 hold on I gotta go Can't fast. Be all willy nilly right now. One, the, wit-
1: the witness reclaims his time.
3: Three, two, one.
1: All right. So, 1996, they released their second album. It is Jimmy Eat World's Static Prevail. I have never listened to this album. Mark Hoppus names this as his favorite Jimmy Eat World album. Little did I know when I was listening to this the vocals kept changing styles and I was like, Jesus Christ, this is not the Jimmy world. I know little did I know Zach, their rhythm guitarist is singing half of the vocals on this album, their first album, he sang all the vocals. So they're trying out Jim. This is the album that, you know, we get to know Jim Adkins. And that's the singer, you know, Jimmy world, the middle, blah, blah, blah. That being said, I would say this This is a good album. It's not my favorite album of theirs. There's a lot you know, to enjoy about it, but I wouldn't say there's any specific songs on it that I really liked. Uh, they really don't play any songs anymore. It's a good listen. It's not gonna be the album that I recommend, but it was really fun hearing that kind of give and take. So I'm being told that I have five seconds. I wouldn't really recommend it, but I'll wrap that up later. So moving on into 1999's Clarity. This has been a sleeper hit among fans it did not do quite too well whenever the album came out but it has become akin to other albums other emo albums that came out that year like american football's first lp it is an emo masterpiece and by god i had never listened to it oh my god every single song in this album is incredible i'm gonna recommend this they dropped zach zach only sings on one album in this by the way Zach is still in the band. He only sings one album, or song on this album, and it's about his Mormon faith, which is just crazy. It's very good. So uh, the, every song on this album is incredible. It ends with a 16-minute song called Goodbye, Sky, Har- Sky Harbor, song. which I can only imagine is some big, you know emo fan masterpiece but every song there's really cool the first opening track comes with this uh story of uh a a woman who's uh cleaning off a table with her dress and he wrote a whole song about it i gotta move on so now we're getting into bleed america that's the or Bleed American, which came out in 2001. We all know that album. This is the album that has the middle. It opens up with the title track, Bleed American, which is such a jam. And then you got Sweetness, which is probably one of their biggest songs. If you can scratch the middle off, we all know it. A praise chorus. Jim Adkins is the only singer on this album. I would give this a really good rating. If you don't know Jimmy Eat World, this is where you need to be. And, uh, you know... If you don't know sweetness, I was at a dashboard confessional show one time and everyone, the song came on before the band came on and they were all singing it. All these, you know, 30 some year old emos were singing the song. And after the show, I was like, I don't know that song. So I was looking up emo, whoa, whoa, whoa song. And it (laughs) took me about 30 minutes to find sweetness by Jimmy World. But uh, Bleed American is incredible. Uh, There's a a really touching song called... uh, um, Hear You Me about uh, some uh, Jimmy Eat World fans that died. This is where you need to start if you're getting into Jimmy Eat World. All right. So after their big acclaim of uh, oh. Bleed American, <laughs> you have 2004's Futures. This is the last album I'm talking about. Thank uh, you. Fu- this is the album that got me into Jimmy Eat World. I remember my brother bought this album. I stole it from him. I ripped it onto my MP3 player before I had an iPod and I love this album. If you're going to go for uh, the big, you know, the big Jimmy Eat World sound that uh, you know, a lot of people know them for, you know, the kind of bleed American this is where I would really recommend you go. It's not as, you know, these big... It's still catchy, but it still captures that kind of emo spirit that I'm a real big fan of. The song Work on this album, that is the third track, that is my favorite Jimmy World song ever. It is so good. It ends with a seven-minute song called 23, which is also just very beautiful. The song Pain really is reminiscent of a lot of the harder stuff on Bleed American. You can really just... You can't go wrong with this. So I'm gonna wrap it up. This is probably, you know, my favorite of the popular ones. My last, I'm gonna just wrap this up for you guys, oh Jimmy my World.
2: God.
1: <laughs> Jimmy I World told you is be uh done right now. <laughs> Nope. 30 seconds to wrap it up. Jimmy what World is a great God. band to listen to. If you've never listened to them past Bleed American, I'd really recommend if you're a fan of like early emo, go check out Clarity. If you really enjoyed Bleed American, go check out Futures. I wouldn't really recommend Static Prevails unless you liked all three of those albums. Thank you very much for your time. This has been a mini deep dive. Brought to you yours truly, Jackson Russo.
4: Fart ass.
3: Damn. Uh, hey, hey guys! Jackson just proved that deep dive episodes don't need to be any longer than seven minutes. <laughs> uh, I don't know about that. It could have been shorter if I wasn't was that, interrupted.
4: Was that was that seven minutes? Was that seven minutes of my time? I just I just did that.
1: That's what she said. Somebody, somebody had to, you know, push out this episode a little bit. We had to give it some padding.
4: Oh my.
1: <laughs> All right, what, what, you guys what is
4: want this me pad? To ra- what is this pad?
1: You guys want uh, to wrap this up with uh, my uh, fashion check?
4: Sure.
3: Yes. What's your fashion right. check?
1: Adam, you got you got your screenshot ready? Sure. I got. I'm wearing my Phoebe Bridgers sweatpants. Oh,
3: oh my God. man. Put this. <laughs> someone put a sad face.
4: Oh my god! This is my Phoebe
1: Bridgers sweatpants, y'all. Dude, he's got a good episode. Gotta, did uh, you got a dunk?
4: What? What's the point of a fashion? Do you, do you just want to show us your sweatpants? Or th- I thought the fashion check was like, let's check everyone's shit. And you just wanted to show off your goddamn sweatpants? Yes. Fuck you.
3: Well, hey, what is? I'm I'm actually curious. What does your shirt say, Hagen?
4: Says, is that
3: first of all? Is that a new shirt?
4: says dgd it's dance Gavin dance yeah it's it's a it's a sweater it's warm
3: man i'm so jealous that you can wear so many different colors and still look good
4: oh thanks i appreciate it see it's not all about you jackson
3: yeah jackson it's not
4: my fault that i went above and beyond you can't hate me for that adam did, did
3: you though did you what is your <laughs> shirt adam what does your shirt say <laughs> you got to say the word no dude. i wanted you to <laughs> say it, <laughs> it <was just> meh <laughs> Yeah,
4: adam adam is very good at the audio only podcast dude. yeah
3: yeah yeah adam what What are you wearing you're wearing pants can we see your pants i am wearing pants i'm not gonna stand up like jackson though
0: Sh- show me this your Audio pants. podcast <laughs>
3: show me your pants
4: dave show dave show us your pants
3: dude i'm not wearing pants
4: okay show us your underpants hey what, what the hell dave dave i'm wearing shorts. shorts dave in shorts <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, is that illegal
4: look. in canada
3: shorts yeah oh my god this episode
4: <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening if you did the if you did that, that
0: was, yeah if you listened to the whole thing that was
4: uh, very yeah, brave really of you. Thank you i had I, I i had fun will then mow you a dollar uh, <laughs> i'm well, not gonna make that promise <laughs> i had fun at some points and at other points i realized i'm never gonna listen to jimmy Eat world and jackson has bad ideas so
2: what uh, jimmy Eat world's
4: great <laughs> Uh, remember everybody, if you really like smashing pumpkins, go walk in a circle about it and um, we'll see you next time! <laughs>